Hello, I'm Father Ron Shibley, founder and director of the Anglican Internet Church. This podcast homily for Ash Wednesday is the first in a series of seven podcast homilies for the season of Lent. Listeners may benefit from the AIC seasonal video series Lent AD 2018, which is presented in three episodes, each linked from the digital library page with the MP3 podcast versions linked from the podcast archive page at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net. The series offers a brief history of the evolution of Lent, especially the addition of Ash Wednesday to the church calendar in the 7th century, Anglican traditions of the Lenten season, including color and fasting traditions, commentary on the Collect Epistle, and gospel readings for Ash Wednesday and all six Sundays in Lent in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer. The Collect Epistle and Gospel readings for Ash Wednesday are discussed in Episode 1. Ash Wednesday was added to the Christian calendar by Pope Gregory the Great, who presided at Rome from 590 A.D. to 604 A.D. in a decree issued around 601 A.D., possibly to offset the Eastern Church criticism that the Western Church season of Lent did not have 40 fasting days. The original title of Lent in Latin was Quadragesima, which literally means 40 days. Thereafter, the season of Lent, first begun in the Western Church by Bishop Ambrose of Milan and Pope Leo the Great in the late 4th to mid-5th century, would begin on the Wednesday after Quinquagesima Sunday and would include a mandatory office called the Imposition of Ashes, which is why the first day of Lent in the Western Church is called Ash Wednesday. The result was a season of 46 calendar days and 40 fasting days before Easter. The collect for Ash Wednesday sets the tone for the season. It is to be read in all services in Lent until Palm Sunday. The text was adapted by Archbishop Cranmer for the 1549 Book of Common Prayer from the Sarum Rite. Sarum is modern-day Salisbury, England. In the English Church before the separation of the Church of Rome from the jurisdiction of the Bishop of Rome. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, and dost forgive the sins of all who are penitent, Create and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee, the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The For the Epistle reading for Ash Wednesday, Joel 2 Verses 12 to 17 is the prophet's second call for the repentance of Israel. It follows one of his Day of the Lord prophecies or predictions of judgment. It includes key phrases common to all Western church celebrations of the penitential season of Lent. 
Verse 13 is one of the opening sentences for morning prayer during Lent. In verse 12, Joel speaks the command of the Lord, Turn to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning. Joel's own instruction in his own words in verse 13 is a barely-veiled criticism of the public righteousness of the temple priests and scribes who tore their garments in public to express penitence. Rend your heart and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful. The rest of the pericope in the rest of the pericope, Joel gives advice on the right and humble way to approach repentance, concluding with this sage advice in verse 14, the conclu 17, the concluding verse. Nations means the non-Jewish world or Gentiles. And do not give your heritage to repro reproach that the nations should rule over them. Why should they say among the peoples, where is their God? The Gospel reading for Ash Wednesday, Matthew 6, verses 16 to 21, is a short two-part pericope which opens with Jesus' continued criticism of the Pharisees, here labeled hypocrites, with an instruction in verses 17 and 18 on the proper method of fasting, that is, not conspicuously as the Pharisees did, but echoing the accusation made in Joel 2, 12-17, the for the epistle reading for the day. Jesus' criticism of the Pharisees is continued, but even more directly in Matthew 23. Anoint your head and wash your face, so that you do not appear to men to be fasting, but to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. The second part of the pericope is a warning against laying aside earthly imperishable treasure instead of heavenly imperishable treasure. The advice was repeated in slightly different form by St. Paul in 1 Corinthians 9, 24-27, which is part of the epistle reading for Septuagesima Sunday. The closing verses, 19, 20, and 21, are part of the scriptural basis for the church's Lenten theme of taking the teachings of the Christian faith into the heart. Do not lay up for yourselves treasure on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys, where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Other AIC resources on topics discussed in this podcast homily for Ash Wednesday are available at our website, www.anglicaninternetchurch.net, with the seasonal videos and Christian education videos, link from the digital library page, Bible study videos from the Bible study page, podcast versions from the podcast archive page. And all three are listed on the 
podcast archive page. Information about pricing, ordering, and the availability of Kindle editions of the AIC Bookstore publications is available through the virtual bookstore link at the bottom of the homepage. From our series, The Lives of the Saints, a multi-episode Christian education video in two series. From the first series, episode 14 is focused on St. Matthew. From the second series, St. Ambrose of Milan is the subject of episode 4. St. Gregory the Great of episode 14. Archbishop Cranmer of episode 28. And St. Leo the Great of episode 29. In the Writing Prophets of the Old Testament, in Part 2, Chapter 2, pages 65 to 70, there is a brief biography and a discussion of themes and a discussion of a selection of quotations and a text box, Joel in Scripture and Christian Liturgy on page 70. And two illustrations of Joel, one from Rome in the 16th century and one from Russia in the 18th century. Christian Spirituality, an Anglican perspective, offers insight into the spiritual discipline of taking the teachings of the Church into one's heart, demonstrated in the life and writings of Archbishop Cranmer, the development of personal prayer habits, and examples of apostolic wisdom from St. Peter and St. Paul, from St. James and St. Jude. In the layman's lexicon, you can see the entries for confession on pages 48 to 49, day of the Lord on page 55, forgiveness on 84 to 85, heart on 104 to 105, heritage on 107 to 108, spirituality 213 to 214, and virtue on 234 and 235. The 1928 Book of Common Prayer Service Book Edition includes the text for the imposition of ashes in the penitential office for Ash Wednesday and can be found on pages 60 to 63. The closing prayer is the text of the Choral Evensong Service for Ash Wednesday used at the Anglican Church of St. John the Evangelist in Elora, Ontario, Canada in 2015 A.D. O God, who by thy care and counsel for mankind hast moved thy church to appoint this holy season, wherein the hearts of those who seek thee may receive thy help and healing. We beseech thee so to purify us by thy discipline, that abiding in thee and thou in us, we may grow in grace and in the faith and knowledge of thee, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be merciful to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Glory be to God for all things. Amen. This program has been a presentation of the Anglican Internet Church. We invite you to visit our website and make use of its resources at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net.